Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Imagine a time when the church community had one heart and one soul. There was complete unity, rapid growth, and spread of the good news of Jesus Christ. Great joy and peace filled the hearts of all those who received him and had given their allegiance to him. The apostles were a powerful eyewitness to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. They had seen and experienced it all. He died, rose, and ascended into heaven before their very eyes. His Spirit was with them, in them, and working through them. Great grace was upon them all. Into this church community, amongst God's presence of truth, love, and power, came opposing forces of false prophets, deceptions, and evil. Jesus, in his great love, had warned his disciples against such things. He said, Beware, but do not be afraid, for I have overcome it all. Let us pick up the story in Acts chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. Let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, we come before you and lay down all our preconceived ideas and impressions of this scripture. By your Spirit we open up our hearts and minds to receive the truth about you, to be in awe and wonder of you, and to have a greater revelation of you. We commit all to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us read again what Peter said to Ananias after he had given some of the proceeds of the sale of his land to the church. Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men but to God. It is clear by Peter's questions that there was no obligation for the members of the early church to sell their land. Or if they did desire to sell their land, there was no requirement to share all the proceeds with others. This text is not about a matter of the heart or the weakness of the flesh, it is about the choice of allegiance, identity and destiny. Peter exposes that Ananias had given his allegiance to Satan and as a result wants to do the will of Satan. In this instance, it is to infiltrate the early church and deceive the children of God. When Ananias chose to give his allegiance to Satan, he took upon himself the identity of Satan and effectively declared war against God. He chose to become one with Satan and deceive God's people that he was one with God and one with them. Ananias was fully aware of what he was choosing. It is not something he had done in ignorance or by being deceived. Peter makes this very clear and exposes the deliberate choice that Ananias had made. It is at that very moment when Peter attributes full accountability onto Ananias that he fell down and breathed his last breath. Sapphira, his wife, also chose to give her allegiance to Satan and took upon herself the identity of Satan and effectively declared war against God. Let us read again Peter's comments to Sapphira in Acts chapter 5 verse 9. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed to test the Spirit of the Lord? Look! The feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. To test in this context has a negative meaning. It is to maliciously and craftily put to judgment. In the original language of the Bible, in this negative context, 
It is the same word used for Satan which was translated as tempter. It is also the same word used for the Pharisees who maliciously and craftily attempted to test and provoke Jesus. So both husband and wife made their individual choice to give their allegiance to Satan and conspired together to declare war against God. They had a total disregard for God and his presence. So they, in maliciousness and craftiness, attempted to deceive, control, manipulate and provoke God. Oh, what deception! What arrogance! All this is about allegiance, identity and destiny, for such is the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus, and those who are his are sealed with his Spirit. Ananias and Sapphira claimed to be his, knowing they had chosen to give their allegiance to Satan. Thus they were lying directly to the Holy Spirit, as they were false witnesses of Jesus. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to convict the world of sin. And the sin is knowingly rejecting Jesus. As a result in rejecting Jesus, they rejected their only pathway to salvation. In the death of Ananias and Sapphira, the works of Satan are exposed. God's people were protected from the lies and deception with the knowledge of the truth. Satan is a defeated foe. The works of Satan, his deception and schemes have no place or power over God's people. That is why Jesus urges us to know the truth. Beware and do not be afraid for he has overcome it all. Who we choose to give our allegiance to is a matter of life and death and determines our destiny. Ananias and Sapphira deliberately gave their allegiance to Satan. They took on the moral character of the one who is behind all deception, Satan himself. As they chose to identify themselves with Satan instead of Jesus, they were not a disciple of Jesus. They not only had rejected Jesus' flesh and blood sacrifice of himself, but chose to deceive the believers and cause disunity, effectively declaring war on God and his people. The Holy Spirit, the witness of Jesus, and who are his, through Peter, exposed their deception. As a result, they died. In response to all this, the writer of Acts states twice that great fear came upon all who heard these things. And in verse 9 he said great fear came upon all the church. This fear has both a positive and negative meaning. For those who have given their allegiance to Satan, They have chosen to be aligned with Satan's judgment and destiny. 
fear, dread and terror of eternal death and darkness. For those who have given their allegiance to God and have chosen to be aligned with Jesus are innocent and their destiny is in him. The fear that is mentioned here is not fear as we know it. It's not a dread, it's not a terror, it's not anxiety. But it is a beautiful reverence and awe and wonder of him. Our destiny is aligned with Jesus, living in his eternal life and light. In the book of Acts, this fear or reverence is mentioned another three times. Let us look at each of those verses one by one in the context in which they occurred. Acts chapter 2, verse 43. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. This first instance is when they had just received the promise from the Father. His precious Holy Spirit. As a result, Peter preached and testified to the men of Israel that Jesus of Nazareth, the one who they crucified, is the Christ, the Messiah, the Saviour of the world. Peter continues and declares that Jesus is now not only alive but is exalted to the right hand of God. Upon hearing this, they were cut to the heart and asked Peter what they shall do to be saved. Peter responded, they were to change their mind in regards to Jesus and receive him as their King, Messiah, Lord and Saviour. In doing so, they would receive the Holy Spirit as given to all who call upon his name. Those who believed gladly received Peter's words and continued steadfastly in the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayers. The fear or reverence came upon every soul. They were filled with awe and wonder of God. Having declared their allegiance to him, they worshipped him. It is into this situation that Ananias and Sapphira walked in. The next passage of scripture that mentions this fear that is reverence, awe and wonder is in Acts chapter 9 verse 31. Let us read. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Saul, who was persecuting the church, had already encountered the risen Lord on the road to Damascus and was preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. The church experienced peace and was strengthened extensively and intensively, built up in size and maturity. The believers walked in awe and wonder of God. That's the fear. It's awe and wonder of God in the revelation of who he is, what he has done and is doing and will do. 
Oh, may we never lose the awe and wonder of him. Acts chapter 19, verse 17. This became known both to all Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. The context of this last reference of the word fear, which is awe and wonder and reverence, is that the Apostle Paul daily reasoned about the kingdom of God. So all who dwelled in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus. When the truth is declared about Jesus, who he is, what he has done and will do, things happen. People were set free. Allegiance to Jesus was declared. Lives surrendered and hearts transformed. God worked amazing miracles through Paul. Many were healed of diseases and evil spirits cast out. In this environment, there were certain Jews who tried to use the name of Jesus like a magic formula. They had not received Jesus as their Lord and Saviour and they had no right to use his name. For more insight into this, please listen to our podcast. In the name of Jesus. The evil spirit that they were attempting to cast out of another recognised that they were not of Jesus and leaped onto them and overpowered them. All this became known throughout the land. In reverence, awe and wonder, many responded. Let us read Acts chapter 19, verse 18 to 20. And many who had believed came confessing and telling their deeds. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burnt them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mightily. And prevailed. The gospel and spirit of Jesus Christ had set free a city that was bound in materialism, spiritual darkness, demonic cults, superstition, and sorcery. His name was glorified as they gave their total allegiance to Jesus, they were totally transformed. Then the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Regardless of the circumstances, the gospel of Jesus Christ cannot be stopped. God is glorified in everyone who receives and believes in him, giving their total allegiance to him through surrendered hearts and transformed minds by his Spirit May we live in awe and wonder of Him. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.